1: What's up, guys? And welcome back to Beyond the Void
0: Horror Podcast.
1: That's right. It's episode 209. And we are back for some found footage films.
0: Some good found footage And, and films. like half
1: the audience is like, great, fuck this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but yeah we got some good ones actually that we wanted to talk about and i won't say which ones we like more or anything yet of course but we're watching two movies from 2013 that is the sacrament from 2013
0: and final prayer aka the borderlands
1: that's right and uh yeah one of these is not like the other <laughs> But they're both found footage and we thought it'd be fun to watch. And they kind of have similar covers, which is really weird. These are just ones that we were like always talking about in the back of our mind or they keep popping up when we're watching something. Like we did an episode on Ty West with his The House of the Devil.
0: Right. Which we did on episode 205.
1: And that was for our Voidtober Tober or whatever. And we always, we just were like, Oh yeah, we have that Sacrament movie because we picked it up at a Dollar Tree. So we were like, <laughs> Okay, let's go. Uh, let's, let's watch that soon. Right. And then we got the other found footage movie, which is by a guy who's never actually directed anything else other than some TV shows, which is really interesting. But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was nice to watch some found footage, some good ones anyway, because there's a lot of bad ones. Let's be honest. Right. So how are you doing? Like, how's this week been for you? I'm good. 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 You enjoying the election it's, that we just had?
0: It's almost over yet. You think? I don't. Well, I don't they, know.
1: Does the nightmare end yet? Well, is they it,
0: have to transition, you know, the power. So we we still got a few months.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's true. Well, as it stands right now, the projected winner, of course, is Biden by everyone but Fox News. Um, and it seems likely that he will be the president of the United States, the elect. But you know, it takes a few weeks for them to like authorize all that. Plus, we're probably going to see a lot of lawsuits from Trump. So that'll be kind of <laughs> interesting. Which I've never quite seen ever ever <laughs> like there's just so much going on well, like
0: even with who was it al gore and bush uh, the, the that was terrible too out. but but he he al gore just backed down and was like well, whatever
1: i bet you he would have won too or something yeah th-
0: it showed he would have
1: won right but that's, that's old news now it's like when you see that right. the, the, the president is like nope nope i won sorry and it's like <laughs> (laughs) not even done yet it kind of makes you a little concerned you know right I don't care which side you're on you should be like what the fuck even a lot of Republicans came out and were like dude chill the fuck out (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah so I don't know I guess we'll see what's going to happen in the next coming weeks or months uh, you know until the nightmare is pretty much done and we transition or whatever happens like I mean anything goes it's 2020 I'm waiting for the fucking asteroid to come in and just destroy us all finish it all out (laughs) say Fuck it. <laughs> and me and you, we're just going to drink some whiskey and say, fuck it. You know, right. and just go up with a ball of fucking light it up, motherfuckers. <laughs> I hope you guys are doing all right out there. I hope nothing comes up of this. You know, I hope it just settles and the dust settles. You know, get back to our lives. <laughs> but uh, I think it might be that time. And especially right now, I think we all need this particular time.
0: What time is it? Horse shots.
1: All right, so we decided to pick one of the movies that we did like we do every week for our horror shots and make a drink based around the movie that we watched and review today. So what movie did we fucking do, Christina?
0: The Final Prayer.
1: The Final Prayer. The, the Final Prayer. I like how you, see, you yeah, intonate. Yeah, because
0: I don't think there's another. There should be another. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to double check. It is.
1: It's The Final Prayer. Yeah,
0: I guess you
1: would know. It is The Borderlands and The, vinyl pr- and the Final Prayer. So, yeah, I think they couldn't do it over in, I don't know.
0: I hate to be like this. In IMDb, it's final prayer.
1: Okay, well, final prayer. <laughs> yeah, it says the Borderlands and then final prayer. on the, That might be why I'm saying yeah. the. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. It doesn't
0: Jesus matter.
1: It's the Borderlands in another country and it's final prayer but here.
0: We got to take this shot.
1: Anyway, we made a shot based on the movie Final Prayer. <laughs> and what is in a final prayer, you might be asking yourselves while you're holding a Big bottle of whiskey because you can't handle the fucking past couple of weeks. Well, we put some pretty good ingredients in here. We figured originally we were going to do a shot for the other movie, and then we thought that might be a little distasteful. So we did a shot for this movie, The uh, Final Prayer, and we're calling it an Elder God Punch. That should tantalize some of you Lovecraftian whores out there. Uh, But what is in it, an Elder God Punch? Well, it is Fruit Punch Kool-Aid, like the actual Kool-Aid. Uh, that you can get in the little squeeze bottles that kids have. I don't know why we got that, but we did.
0: It's because I'm lazy and I didn't want to make a whole <laughs> a pitcher full.
1: And Christina and I decided to add a little bit of the grape powder to give it like a darker color so that it would look like a, I don't know, elder blood or something. I don't know, something. That's, we're not that clever. Okay. Uh-huh. Just calm down. But we also did about a shot and a half. So two, an ounce and a half of cherry vodka you can do any kind you want we did three olives they have a cherry vodka (laughs) ounce and a half of that and about an ounce and a half of the kool-aid you'll have a little bit left over you might even be able to have another shot but we poured a little bit of the midori in there to kind of sweeten it up a little bit more so wow yeah so cheers Cheers. it's good yeah it is good Oof.
0: aftertaste (laughs)
1: You know what I think it is? It's that grape powder. It's kind of overpowering. Yeah, it is. But the cherry mixes really well with it, so it tastes it tastes really good. Mm-hmm. Elder gods know how to make their punch, man. Let me tell you. So, if you would like to try an elder god punch from the movie Final Prayer, which I'm going to be fucking trying to say that right the whole fucking movie now, the whole time we <laughs> review it, all you got to do is go to LongLiveTheVoid.com and check out our hashtag Horror Shot section. Now, that's it for Horror Shots. All right, guys, so get your little found footage booties on and get get ready for the flesh and potatoes of
0: Final Prayer
1: from 2013 and and the sacrament from
0: 2013.
1: (laughs) And we're going to go ahead and do that right now. All right, so Christina did the work on both of these because I have been uh, glued to the television watching all the nonsense <laughs> of the political nonsense going on. The
0: country burned down. Yeah,
1: watching the b- country burn <laughs> down slowly.
0: All right, so Final Prayer, A.K. Borderlands, in 2013 is about a team of Vatican investigators descends upon a church in a remote area to investigate unusual happenings. But what they discover is more disturbing ...than they had first imagined. Tagline is, don't lose your way.
1: (laughs) That is weird.
0: (laughs) This was directed and written by Elliot Goldner, who has directed a shit ton of television documentaries.
1: Yeah, like a lot of spooky house movies and stuff. Or not movies, but shows.
0: uh, Like Hometown Horror, Mm -hmm. which is on the Travel Channel. I think we've seen it.
1: Like historical shit.
0: Yeah, the the Lake Erie Monsters... Mm-hmm. And he's also done Paranormal Witness. I've watched that show. I think we've watched it's, that, yeah. we've yeah. watched that show. This movie stars Gordon Kennedy, who plays Deacon. Mm-hmm. He was on the Harlots TV uh, series. He played mm-hmm. a- author. He was also in Spotting 2... Oh yeah, I I don't think I I didn't watch watch that movie. Yeah, Yeah, we haven't watched that. Um, but he's been on a lot of like period type TV shows. Okay. Um, Robin Hill, who plays Gray.
1: Well, he seems like a very classically trained actor. Yeah,
0: he really does. So he fits into to those kinds of roles. Mm -hmm. Robin Hill, who plays Gray. Not only an actor, but he's an editor. And a writer. Right. And he also, he edited Pumpkinhead, Blood Feud, TV movie from two, 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 <laughs> 2007, sorry. Not the best accolade, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was interesting. And then, of course, he's done a lot of TV, writing, editing, acting. Sure. Aided McArdle, who plays Mark. He was in Ella Enchanted, The Duchess, and The Professor and The Mad Men.
1: Okay. That's pretty much all there yeah, is that's in there.
0: All, yeah. Um, there is other people,
1: uh, obviously, but they're not really main characters, like another priest or something like that.
0: I couldn't find a budget on this movie, but I'm assuming it was like a lower budget Pro- movie. Yeah, probably. Yeah. What do you think of this movie?
1: Um, I actually really like this film. You know, it has its flaws a little bit here and there, but it's, you know, for a found footage movie, I definitely think of it a higher in the in the groupings of found footage films. It's definitely in the good pile. Right. Essentially, a deacon of a Catholic church who drinks and dresses down with this techie guy who's his buddy, who does all the cameras and everything. He's kind of like this crude, annoying and funny guy. And they're researching a possible miracle or holy event happening at the church. And it turns out these things can be faked. And so that the Catholic church sends out a crew to investigate these certain holy events or miracles. They tend to do a good job in this movie with that story. I think it's pretty interesting because of where it goes. I won't spoil anything, of course, where it does, but they do solve some of the issues with the cameras being on all the time because, you know, it's supposed to be documented the entire time because of the miracle.
0: I thought that was clever. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's just really cool stuff. Like I, I watched another movie. What was it like never go in the woods again or something like that? Mm-hmm. And they, they go to a, these kids go to a camp and they take all of the electronics and shit with them. Right. which disrupt, you know disrupts the phone thing where I can always call to get help. Right. So this is the same Smart. thing. You got to have that camera element to make it feel real in some 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 rational way that your mind can overlook it, and I think they did a good job in it. It, it. it solves the problem. That's all that matters. It's set in a church, too, which I like a lot as well, so you don't get many horror movies that are in churches, let alone good ones, if there is any. Mm-hmm. And I really, I don't know, I just really like this one. It's hard to find a balance of some of the things I like in found footage movies, and sometimes they can just be a fun, like, spook house ride like we did with those, you know, the lost footage, the you know, movies or whatever, or they can be, like, taken seriously. It does a really good job of exceeding at it, I think, for the most part. Mm -hmm. Is it the best found footage film I've ever seen or available? No. But it is one of those films that ends up really trying to make a good film, found footage film. And when you've been exhausted by so many subpar performances in the subgenre of found footage, it's 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 refreshing to find. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time that I watched this. I think I watched it with you, didn't I? I think so, yeah. And we were like, damn, that, that's not that bad. And then we found a copy online years later. We were like, oh, we got to buy that movie. You know, and it just took like two, three years.
0: So we actually bought this movie like... Right after quarantine.
1: Right, that's right. It was right. the
0: first thing we went, and do, we went and did is we called Zia Records. That's right, when they finally we, opened back up. Yeah, and we went and cut the movie.
1: That's right, because we were like hankering for it. I don't know, at times you can sort of see, like I said, the flaws that are in this movie. Like, they have a few little minor, probably just financial things that they couldn't afford to do, or maybe they could have done better a little bit, but story in this movie is really compelling keeps me interested plus they have really good sound design in this movie i think where they don't do a lot of music or anything like that they just have like some hits and things that they do to sort of kind of uh embellish the scares a little bit you know and to make them feel like you would if you're watching a movie but not doing it too much you know hmm Plus the characters are pretty entertaining. I thought the acting was really well done for a found footage movie. The scares are pretty unsettling at times. You know, they do have a few jump scares that did get us, I think, right? In the beginning, right in the beginning.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I don't think so much at the end. No, but you get it. You get a real sense that they wanted to create a pace movie. And not just rush in all the good bits and blow their load too quick while still trying to do something completely different than you expect by the very end. So I'm sitting personally at about a 7.5 right now
0: mm-hmm.
1: for this film. But it's one I'll turn to to pull out when I think of found footage films. And it's a definitely a noble effort. And I think if you like found footage films with a little something extra, maybe a little Lovecraft, pick this one up. Check it out. Mm hmm. It's on Tubi, by the way, so you can watch it for free, but you got to look up The Borderlands, all one word. The, space, Borderlands, one word. What about you, Christina?
0: Oh. <laughs> well, of course, I've seen, like you said seen it once before loved it and i remember really really liking it and needing to own it like you said Mm -hmm. but i swear to god like i couldn't remember what the hell the film was about and we started watching it and i was like what the fuck i barely remember this movie and i was like god i hope it's good because i thought it was like really good but it did i really do enjoy this movie
1: Mm -hmm. you gave me a weird look when i gave you the score so now i'm curious why you did that (laughs) <laughs> you couldn't well, see wait, that, Hold guys. on, let me
0: explain. All right, all right. I like the concept of the Vatican miracle investigator team. I think that's amazing, and I want to be on a team like this. Right. I'd rather do that than, like, ghost hunting. so <laughs> lame.
1: <laughs> I would, too. If I was that guy in the movie, yeah. the camera guy, I'd yeah. be like, that's yeah, my the- shit. But after this, I mean, obviously not. But
0: Right. Uh, the whole story and how it came together with the old church and uh, with the old church new priest. You know, all that miracle stuff. All the glitchy shots were really good. And like you said, there was there was some stuff uh, you know, that was wasn't that great. Like the the some of the characters were predictable characters.
1: Right, I guess.
0: But I thought it fit well because like you wanted those predictable characters to die, you know. They did
1: unpredictable things though, which is nice. Uh,
0: kind of. Yeah, it was shot really well. Um, and they really kind of mimicked Paranormal Activity, especially in the beginning with the security footage and stuff. Right. Because that's the first thing I thought of. I kind of like, with activity. hints of as
1: below, as above, so oh, below a yeah, little, t- just a little. Well,
0: like yeah, towards the end when they actually like yeah. go down. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. But the end, I thought the end was really good. I gave it an eight out of ten. I really like this film footage movie. Eight I out of really ten, did. really? Yeah, I do. I really did, <laughs> especially the second time around, and not. Remembering it, but you know what I mean? So it was, I really liked it. See,
1: like, for me, like, I don't even know what a 10 out of 10 found footage film would be. It's yes. kind of hard, right? Yeah, like, it is. because like, I think about all the other movies when I watch the paranormal activity movies and stuff like that and what I scored them. And I think those are in the higher level of the found mm-hmm. footage, but they're also bigger budget mm-hmm. and this is a smaller budget, but I, I don't know. I'm pretty firm on that 7.5 for me. So 7.75 between the two of us. So it's practically an eight guys. Yeah. So your, your interest may vary, but I think it's a safe one if you're into found footage to check it out totally. and if you're paying attention some of the stuff that they talk about in the movie is really interesting mm-hmm. uh like some of the lore towards the end mm-hmm. that makes you really wonder like oh my god like this is cool yeah it's like
0: where did they get this idea from it's a little schlocky
1: but you know again right. we're talking about a small budget film here that did a lot right yeah so i mean even big budget films flail at found footage sometimes you know
0: yeah the visit yeah. No, I, want, <laughs> I like that. I like that movie. I did too. I did too. I just wanted to see your reaction.
1: <laughs> that is not a flail. That was some funny shit. People dude. did
0: not like that movie. I think
1: it's because they didn't know whether they should laugh or fucking
0: be scared.
1: Scared, yeah. And I think it's a little mixture of both. It's just entertaining to me. Right, right. Like, I don't go, oh my God, it's creepy, but there are creepy parts in it. Mm-hmm. And I don't go, oh my God, that's the best comedy I've seen all year, but right. there are some pretty funny, funny parts yeah. in it. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Yeah um especially the poop thing <laughs> i won't go into that but anyway yeah i i think this is really worth checking out guys please if you can find it watch it on youtube or on excuse me on tubi tv everybody's <laughs> using that now i can't stand commercials so we went and bought it
0: well we wanted to own it anyway and, and it's, it's
1: becoming rare too it's very rare yeah
0: I looked it up this morning again, and I was like, Jesus. There's another one we that- need
1: to pick up, too. That is, <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about. I'm not going to say what it is, because then people are gonna, might want to take it, and we won't get it. <laughs> well,
0: you you just tell me later. Just tell right, me right. later.
1: But we do have some trivia on this movie, so if you don't want anything spoiled, we'll go ahead and get into that right now. You can go down to the timestamps down below and jump to the next movie we're going to talk about, The Sacrament from 2013, and see what our spoiler-free thoughts are on that. But if you don't want anything ruined, here's your warning. So the director had to sort of unlearn his normal directing techniques because you got to teach, you know, you got to direct this kind of thing like it's sort of unprofessional, like someone's wearing a headset, Mm -hmm. you know, like all the headsets that they wore, they had a cameraman next to the actor practically on their shoulder. Oh,
0: okay. So
1: like, you know, there's three people walking instead of two that you're seeing,
0: Mm -hmm. you know,
1: and then they do shots back, you know, the other way. So oh, that's
0: a lot of work. it
1: is actually a lot of work and I think it gets a lot of um I think a lot of found footage gets a little disrespect in that regard
0: yeah, you don't realize that they're not used actually using those cameras on their air
1: right and you can't go wild with the techniques and cool shots and stuff because you got to keep it realistic mm-hmm. They even watched a ton of found footage movies in order to you know pick out things that they did not like in found footage films. Did they say what? They didn't know, of course not. Oh, (laughs) I would. (laughs) They're like, yeah, this one's shit. Uh, You know, like I
0: hate shaky camera.
1: Well, I think they just wanted to kind of get an idea what they liked about it and what scared them and what was really well Uh done and what broke the reality, you know, just to, you know, because that to me, that is a huge part in a found footage movie. If you're going to take it serious, Mm -hmm. try to make it as realistic as possible. A lot of the actors also didn't have any found footage experience whatsoever. They were all like the main deacon guy was a classically trained, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously, And he was really kind of into it. He liked it. He thought he was like, well, this is just another way to tell a story. Right. Which a lot of people don't feel that way. They did shoot the film on location of a real church. I know you were curious Uh, about that. I knew
0: it. It, it, I was like, that set design is amazing.
1: Yeah, they basically had one church that they really liked in the very beginning that was on the side of some cliffs, and it looked really cool. Mm -hmm. But then when they went up to go check it out, it was like too tiny to shoot in. Uh, So they were like, oh, well, that kind of fucks it up.
0: So even the inside was the church.
1: Yeah, it's all on location. That's cool. But they had to find a new place after that first church that they were looking for, and they were, like, already seen, like, ten that day, like, the director, and he was like, all right. He's like, there's this one last one. He had kind of, like, given up. He Mm -hmm. was like, maybe I should just go home. He was like, ah, what if this is the one? Mm -hmm. So he went. And, you know, you're trying to find a fucking church, first of all, that's going to be in a horror movie, okay? (laughs) You know, it's it's very, very difficult to find one that is creepy because these are, what they explained is, like, most churches are really welcoming and pretty and nice and not gothic and scary. And when he went to this one, he said he walked up by himself and he opened the door and it was like... (laughs) And he got this, like, really spooky feeling when he looked inside. He was like... (laughs) This is the one. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, Yeah, I got it. This is this is the one. They, they found this in West Ogwell, England, UK. Uh-huh. That's what the church was. I don't know if it had a name before, but it was in the West Ogwell, wherever that is. They also did uh shoot in some caves in Chislehurst in Kent, England. Uh, the caves had like this, like these wax people because it was like a museum and there was like a time where hundreds of thousands of people or whatever had lived in these like caves that were very similar to like the caves that they used in those movies that we watched.
0: As above, so below? Yeah, like those movies, the
1: catacombs where they lost people in and stuff. It wasn't catacombs where people got buried, you know, but it was like, it was just tunnels and stuff that people once used as a place to live and they had a museum in there. So they'd be running down these like corridors and shit like that, and then they'd be like turn a corner and there'd be these wax figures and they're like, ah! <laughs> Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> but they said it really kinda helped because it kinda made it feel like eerie. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, like when you're down there with a bunch of people, it's not so scary, but when you're by yourself in the dark. It's a little creepy. Mm-hmm. So plus they didn't want to get lost either because you could get lost down there. So one of the producers, her name is Jennifer Handorf. She said her father is an actual deacon of a church in America mm-hmm. and has become she has become agnostic because of it. <laughs> she laughed about Figures. it. Yeah. She said she really liked the idea of this movie because it kind of dabbles with like faith being real or not. And the fact that they're out there researching this place to see if there's a real miracle is kind of interesting to her. Mm -hmm. So even though, you know, she's not 100% on board with religion, obviously. She's also friends with the gray guy, who's the tech guy. Mm -hmm. And they were at a pub one time, and she was like, you know, why don't you act anymore? And they kept drinking and drinking and drinking all night. And by the end, she was like, you should act in the film, you know? like. (laughs) um, And she asked him, and... uh, He was like, yeah, you know, I'll try it out.
0: He was funny. He was my favorite character. Oh,
1: yeah. He's definitely, I think he's a lot better actor than I think he probably thinks. Yeah. And that's what they were saying on the thing, too, because I was like, yeah, he's actually kind of natural. But again, you're dealing with found footage, so you're dealing with improvisational kind of skit.
0: Right. So that just might be how he is.
1: That's how he is. Now, he he may be good at that because he's very improvised kind Mm -hmm. of person Mm -hmm. him and who was the guy who played the deacon what was his name gordon kennedy him and gordon kennedy were really good together yeah they were they were very different in the movie as Mm -hmm. characters but also kind of like there was like three different layers there's like the the techie kind of rude you know funny guy then there's the deacon who's kind of Little fallen from grace because he drinks every night. And he doesn't dress up like a regular priest, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there's their boss, who's like the strict priest. You corporate. Know, he's corporate. Cor-
0: he's corporate Catholic man.
1: Diplomat, sort of, so mm-hmm. to speak, you know. But uh, yeah, I thought the two of them were really good together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- and apparently on on set they were really dynamic because mm-hmm. they were just flowing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, So they had fun. They didn't even really know each other and they became friends because of the banter that they were making fun of each other sort of like throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. That's all just made up on the spot. You know, it's filler for the movie. Mm-hmm. And like, what do you do in found footage? So you kind of like don't know each other. Right. And he said they're very different in real life as well. So mm-hmm. he said it was really weird how they became friends that way. Weird. So I thought that was cool. They weren't sure about him, but they were when they saw Deacon, they all were like stunned by his acting. And they were like...
0: Oh, well, yeah, he's a professional.
1: Yeah, and they were like, really? Like, wow,
0: this mm-hmm. is the guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, they when they saw them together, they were just so pleased. Like, that, that they would work so well together. And they were a little worried about the comedic aspect of this film because they didn't want it to go too too much, mm-hmm. because he is funny. Right. And I think it brings a little bit of levity to the situation a little bit, and it also brings in a little bit of the common man or common person into the mix as well. well
0: what I noticed about the, them together, too, is when they were working, like, it was professional. Right. But then when they went to the bar, like, that was funny shit. They were friends.
1: Not necessarily, because there's that one part where he jumps up and scares well, him, well, which yeah. got us. Yeah, we were, I was even looking down, and it scared me, like... <laughs> But yeah, I can see what you mean. Like, you get a little bit more of a, the normal side of them when they're not working, working. hmm But yeah, that's pretty much it for the trivia for me. Um, let's talk about our initial thoughts of this movie and what we really think about it. What What is the best thing about this movie that you like?
0: This story. Okay. I liked that concept of the church people investigating a miracle, and it ends up being this pagan god.
1: Right. I agree. I like the whole elder god thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you think, you think at first it's like this, like just regular religious thing and it's some evil. Oh,
0: it's going to be a demon. It's always a demon. right?
1: Or some sort of anti-Christian sort of entity of some sort or that, something, you
0: know, that eats babies, you know, yeah,
1: something weird, satanic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that it predates Christianity and it's like mind blown.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I love that.
0: Yeah. And I love how they bring in the old priest and he's like, well, this was here before us. Well, like wouldn't that make you question your faith? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, like would your faith even do anything? Yeah. I mean, obviously it's been well, sacre they they resacrament, what do they call it? Uh consecrated the fucking grounds on which this fucking beast or whatever it is lives under <laughs> mm-hmm. and like it didn't work the first time so what is the new Christianity gonna do that this yeah. guy can't I thought it was cool I thought I was I really liked it and I want to get into the very end and then but well you right, know right. just the fact that there's an elder god of some sort yeah adds it adds a adds a whole new flair to it yeah and I honestly wouldn't be too opposed of them doing some sort of like Lovecraftian sort of. Found of course, footage you wouldn't movie. be opposed to that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like I could see it doing really well. Right. Like I could see it being really kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, and you know, it could be part mysterious and like searching for things and clues and stuff like that, while also being kind of like scary and creepy and weird shits going on. I, I just really would love to see that. Of course, I would. But mm. yes. I don't know, what do you guys? Are you guys with me or am I talking shit? So do you want to bring up some of the different uh moments in the movie that you really liked or
0: Yeah, just to be in sync
1: mm-hmm.
0: with the storyline of the first thing I liked was when they did go to the church and they watched the footage of the miracle that happened. <laughs> and I did I liked how the how glitchy it was and how weird it was and right. then them trying to debunk it, like what you know he could have done. Yeah. And then they they go to dinner, or they're eating dinner. So the priest shows up. They're eating dinner, and all of a sudden you hear this like crying, this screeching, and deacon goes running out of the thing because there's a sheep on fire.
1: Yeah, that shit was fucked up. Yeah, it
0: was. And he had to slit its the sheep's throat. Yeah, so and it it's suffer. screaming,
1: like unsettling, kind of like.
0: Yeah, I kind of wonder how was, they did that.
1: I was really well. I'm they're sure
0: it added the the noise.
1: Yeah, I don't know how they did it, but it's, yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure. But the, because it
0: they was, wouldn't set a sheep on fire, right? Oh, man, I
1: felt so, that was tragic, you know, it I was, was like, oh, my God. Like, and then I'm thinking, like, who would do that? Like, like you God fucking damn. savage, dude. Sadness. Like, well, yeah, that's the kind of the thing that they were probably kind of trying to lean towards, because I think that's that's something I want to bang up, because in the movie, I don't know if you notice, when they go to the church later on, you see the, the, the cans of beer. Right. And I think that that was like a subplot that they had in there to kind of throw mm-hmm. you off the trail of what was really happening.
0: Because also, before they even went into the church, that cassette tape stuff was all over. And yeah. he was like, who would do this? And Satanists. Yeah, Deacon was like, yeah, Spells. Satanists. Yeah.
1: And then they run into those kids at that other part at another point, which was another really good part in the movie. Yeah, that was be a good part. Because after they burn this fucking, you know, the sheep, it's like pretty tragic. And everybody's like, what the fuck? And like these kids are outside listening to some techno or something like that. Oot oot. Yeah, oot, and you, oot. and they're like these guys are walking to the bar. It's the, the deacon and the tech guy Gray, and they're going to the bar and they're like, like yeah, acting. Yeah, they're bowing at him. Yeah, because like you know they did it obviously, mm-hmm. and then the deacon goes up and just punches him in the face. The kid. <laughs> I was like, damn. Gray's like, deacon, what are you doing? <laughs>
0: So when they were all invest investigating the church, mm-hmm. and they started hearing the scratching and stuff,
1: mm-hmm. or the baby crying,
0: yeah, yeah. And Gray goes outside to smoke a cigarette, and he's looking at the headstones, and this is the first time I caught it. It said a na- his name on there with 2013 on there, right? And then they pan back over, and it was somebody else's name. And then he he trailed back around, and then you get a jump scare when the hellhound comes out and starts barking at him
1: right yeah Yeah. they changed the tombstone what did it say originally it said his name and then it said some other woman's name
0: Yeah, some other woman's name yeah
1: that's something i never caught the first time i watched it
0: well i I, I caught the date i was like why does it say 2013
1: yeah that is yeah i was like
0: that's the year this movie came out
1: pretty cool little subtle thing uh did you like the boss character the diplomat sort of like
0: he was that typical character. He, that he, you
1: kind of want to see to die.
0: Yeah, because he like, didn't believe anything. He was like, everything could be debunked. There, you know, there's an explanation for everything.
1: was a good dynamic, though, between the three of them, because then it kind of bounces off of them right. and their doubts. Right. You know? What exactly. were you going to say?
0: I just... I kind of don't... I just think if you go through the priesthood and stuff, I don't know, you should have a little bit more... I don't I don't know. I'm not Catholic. Never mind. Ignore me. <laughs> well, there's I this, don't know. I don't get it.
1: There's this other scene that happens, too, with the priest who's at the church because... If we're kind of losing your all over the place or whatever, basically the the priest is basically had this moment where he was baptizing a baby and all of a sudden he had blood come out of his eyes and like some goblet on the table behind him moved and the whole church started shaking and he thought it was a sign from God. So they call up the Catholic church to have them come out and investigate it. Well, that that priest of that church in the middle of nowhere, by the way, uh, that has these weird booths where everybody will sit, and it's like covers up their eyes almost. Like I don't even really understand what they're doing in there. But he's like,
0: "Are you talking about the the uh, about confessional?" The
1: yeah, no, they're not confessionals. They're oh, just the pews. The pews were yeah, like, yeah. yeah, they're like enclosed. It was weird.
0: Yeah. Oh well, they had a a door. <laughs> right.
1: Well, but but it's like at eye level almost, like where the the top of it is. Mm-hmm. And anyway. The priest basically is told to go elsewhere and to go keep himself busy while they do some research on this place. And then the next thing they know, they go looking for the priest or whatever, and he go they go up to the roof and he's up there and he's like, "I," he's like, "If this isn't God, then what is it? What is it?" (laughs) And they just fucking the camera pans over for a second, and you just see like his cloth. His, His robe, robe whatever, yeah. go over the side, and it's like we.
0: <laughs> he smashes on the ground. I
1: think they could have done that a little bit better, but I, I think it was really difficult for them to do.
0: Yeah, I see. I thought it was good the way they did it. I just like with it being a found footage movie, right? You know? But
1: I like seeing like people fall over the side, like
0: <laughs> you wanted to see the whole. It's thing. It's just
1: one of those funny things, <laughs> like in to the me. omen. When she, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just funny to me.
0: Well, I thought it was funny that that uh, Deacon comes running up to him. When he's on the ground and he's still alive. Grabs his arm. Like like he did die. That was kind of cool. Grabs his arm like Carrie. He did die. It's just, you know, he was like convulsing and stuff.
1: Convulsing.
0: Convulsing. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Fucking horror shot.
1: It's cool, though. They do some really good things in it that I think are really good techniques. A lot of like dead silence. Mm -hmm. Really effective. Mm -hmm. Even in times when there was nothing, absolutely anything happening. But it kind of made you go, okay, did you see it? (laughs) <laughs> like you're like looking for it kind of thing you know and it's like it kind of adds to the enjoyment of the movie i think in a lot of ways mm-hmm. uh, There was a couple of moments where the priest that before he killed himself there he was like praying and you would hear something fall or you would hear that clawing like from a distance you right. know and it's like it's just gro- really cool mm-hmm. like i thought that was a really uh they do some really nice sound design in there to to kind of make you feel like what the fuck is that then mm-hmm. the baby crying that's all distorted that's really weird
0: Which ties in because you know all the dead baby bones. Right,
1: you find out that underneath the church is this fucking catacombs, Mm -hmm. and they were the previous the previous priest who was running that church was some fucking madman practicing some ancient evil or something. He
0: was he was giving souls to whatever was down there and needed baby
1: souls, but but partially to protect the people so that it wouldn't come be angry. Mm -hmm. But he was sacrificing like hundreds of fucking babies. That he would take down there and just, like, kill. hmm And it's like, you see all these baby skulls everywhere down there at some point. <laughs> I'm
0: laughing. I know.
1: <laughs> but after the, the priest kills himself, the the boss guy wants to leave. And uh, he has already been, like, hurt. Remember, his ears popped because he was, like, looking in the fireplace or something like that. And he mm-hmm. couldn't hear and he was out for, like, a day. Remember that? Yeah. And then he was like, we got to get out of here. There's nothing to investigate. And he's like, no, we need to investigate this. There's something going on. Right. And that's like, they're like, we got to leave. And that's when the deacon goes up to the church by himself Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night, singing church songs all the way up. (laughs) I got to give it to him, man. I would never in a million years go up to a fucking church like that in the middle of the night by yourself. No, (laughs) Nah. nope. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's when he finds all the beer cans and the graffiti on the church. And then he hears the scratching and he finds the bookshelf and the downstairs catacombs. And he hears this at this point, you hear some guy talking about his eyes bleeding. And it's like they had talked about this preacher who had cut out his eyes or something like that mm-hmm. afterwards. Uh-huh. And you hear like babies crying and like screeching and shit and then he just books it back. And that's when he calls the archdiocese and asks for some uh so, yeah, some ancient to, priest to re-sac or what do they call it? Reconsecrate the ground. Uh-huh. And so they call this guy out who can who's kind of like, you know, on the verge of being kicked out too because he does things that are rule-breaking in the church. Mm-hmm. but he's really the only one that knows how to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. So they send out that guy, and then he comes out, and then he disappears after a yeah, ritual. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> that was pretty, I mean, that was cool. Like, the lights go out, and then he disappears, and you never see him again. Right. You don't even know what the fuck he is. His eyes bleed. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah,
0: you see his eyes bleed. Well, you see him down in the underground for a little bit, do you? Were, yeah, I only saw I the. Did. I
1: saw that his, their boss guy, not the, the. Right.
0: I did because they were, they were, they were searching for both of them. Mm. But then they, they primarily, they saw, saw Mark. So they kept their focus on him.
1: Yeah. The, the, and before he, he goes missing, he talks about this older evil that Christians, that predates Christians and that the church came to sort of, he's like, I don't know what happened. This, this is older than, this is older than Christianity. He's like, it could be a monster, it could be whatever. He's like, maybe the Christians came along in the 1800s and said, hey, let's wash away this evil with this for however long, but it's back. It's some, some sort of pagan god, you know, and then they try to do that ritual and it just doesn't work and it just pisses it off, <laughs> which is like, yeah, that, I kind of figured that would happen. Right tech guy gets locked in and they're all wandering through the corridors. They find that baby killing altar and all the baby skulls everywhere, like with hieroglyphics. And they keep looking for Mark, their boss, and the other guy, but they never do find him. They just keep seeing him around corners and chasing him deeper.
0: Because obviously they want, they're trying to lure him into the belly of the beast.
1: Literally. Right. Yeah, because at the very end, you even see when they first get in, did you see the little teeth on the left? Yeah, the
0: teeth, and then you could tell it's like an esophagus. It's like in a
1: Sarlacc pit Mm -hmm. from the Star Wars. We know that sand thing that they could fall into. Right.
0: I don't understand. Okay, one thing that irritates me is I don't even understand why they were running after these guys, because obviously they never left from upstairs. I think they were just
1: trying to save them.
0: uh, uh, No offense, but... If I would be out of there, I don't fuck. Care. Oh, yeah.
1: After all I'm of like, that, hell fuck yeah. That.
0: I'm not, I'm like, nope, nope. I'll go. We're going to send a search party. Like the tech guy said, well, they just saved party. the
1: town for at least 20, 30 years. I think that's, I don't know how many souls it is, but they're not baby souls. So it can't fuck be that, that long. Fuck that
0: town. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that town. There's satanic worship little shits there. Fuck them. I'm just kidding. I don't care. If I thought it was out. pretty
1: cool, though. Like, I just. It's, oh, yeah. It's I a very so. different ending. It really is. And the fact that it's like this older thing than Christianity is really cool. Mm-hmm. It really makes you kind of like it. It perks up your like imagination mm-hmm. to go like, oh, man, what are they in? Right. You know, was it... It was
0: stomach acid like burning them.
1: Yeah. Were they in it the whole time? Is it this like trans dimensional creature that if you're inside of it, you're in another world? And like, mm-hmm. you know, like what's going on? They've been. Cool. It is cool. It is a really cool idea i I'm surprised that he hasn't done another feature film since right like I think it's just one of those movies that just didn't get traction, but now a lot of people are talking about because I have brought it up to other people before and other groups and shit mm-hmm. like Facebook groups or like online, and people know what it is mm-hmm. um and they actually kind of like it
0: yeah it is it's good it's a good it's a good movie,
1: yeah. So, we do have another movie that we're going to talk about. This one is called The Sacrament from 2013.
0: A news team trails a man as he travels into the world of Eden Parish to find his missing sister, where it becomes apparent that this paradise may not be as it seems.
1: This ain't your daddy's paradise.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The tagline is, live as one. Die as one.
1: Oh, my God. A little too on the nose, right?
0: (laughs) I know, right? Um, Directed, written, and edited by Ty West,
1: Uh
0: who has also directed House of the Devil, which we covered in episode 205. Mm -hmm. And like I said before, he did The Innkeepers, uh, Cabin Fever 2, lots of horror TV shows. Mm -hmm. Also, this was produced by Eli Roth, who did... Amazing. Yeah, movies. everybody knows yeah. who Eli Roth is. Right, it's right,
1: fine. Right. Yeah, he's he's a <laughs> you pro- know, he's mostly a producer now. He hasn't really gotten a lot of money to do his own directorial efforts anymore. So mm-hmm. he's doing a lot more of that. I think he even did the new Death Wish movie. He might have directed that. The
0: one on Netflix?
1: He does get some money to do stuff. Yeah, Eli Roth. Oh,
0: okay. He might I, I think remember. he did
1: the Death Wish movie and he and I think he also did the house with the clock and its walls.
0: <laughs> All right. This movie stars Joe. Swanberg who plays Jake, you know, the cameraman? Yeah. Um he is, He looks familiar. He is actually a screenwriter and he wrote The Rental from this year. Oh, okay. Right. Um he's also a writer on the Netflix show Easy, um he, 24 Exposures and Ooh. he was The Singing Panda in the XX anthology segment, The oh. Birthday Party, he was the singing panda. Weird. He also acted in that VHS segment, Second Honeymoon. Okay. Remember that? Maybe that's where you recognize.
1: Vaguely. Well. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen that. In which one? The first or second one?
0: Uh, The first one.
1: Okay. Vaguely. It's okay. been a while. Oh, where they find the girl in the hotel it, or whatever. They,
0: yeah. Weren't they in the woods?
1: I don't remember. It's been so long. I, I, I know either. there's I only agree. like four or five in that one.
0: Right. All right. Also starring A.J. Bowen, who plays Sam, the journalist, mm-hmm. who was in The House of the Devil and The Signal. <laughs> surprise, <You're... laughs> surprise
1: to see him in another Ty West film, huh?
0: Right. Your next, uh Death December, which is something I kind of wanted to watch. Oh, for... that's a movie he's in.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. December. The, S- the Signal, of course. Yeah, I already said that. Oh, okay. Sorry.
0: Satanic Panic. All right. Moving on. Kentucky <laughs> <laughs> Oddly who plays Patrick, the brother. Uh He was also in VHS. Uh, He was in the Tape 56 segment. He was also in Sun Don't Shine, and She Dies Tomorrow. Gene Jones, he plays the father. He is most known for The Hateful Eight, No Country for Old Men. He was on an episode of The Chappelle Show.
1: Yes, you know what I remember of him in the No Country for Old Men? He was the guy, the old man at the fucking... Gas station yep. where he's like he's like pick a side of the quarter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a good. Well, be I true. don't know,
1: rightly know, what I'm uh, bargaining on there. Pick a side of the quarter.
0: He is a very distinct, he all uh, distinct look and his voice because he also did the vo- uh, voice in uh, Red Dead Revolver and Redemption. oh Okay, he did cowboy voice. I love,
1: I love at the end of that segment because I got to talk about that real quick. It's like he guesses it right. And then he's like, he tries to, he's like, okay, here's your quarter for the the candy bar that I ate in front of you. (laughs) And then he's like, what did I win? Everything. He tries to put the quarter in his pocket. He's like, oh, no, no, no. Don't put that quarter away. That's your lucky quarter. He's like, "Uh, okay. (laughs) I
0: I don't remember. It's
1: so good. It's so funny. I love it. I just watched it randomly on a stream the other night. Somebody was watching random videos and I saw it and I was like, oh my God, it's the guy from the Sacrament. Anyway. That was
0: funny. Amy Schmetz, who plays Caroline, the sister, uh she played Rachel in Pet Cemetery remake. Mm. That's where I recognized her from. Also, she was she was also in a a movie called The Jonestown Defense. Oh
1: my God! No, what no, no, the no, 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 fuck?
0: No, which is about a guy dealing with his narcissism and corruption in t- the in two thousand nine, like after the uh, recession. Isn't that funny? That's weird. Yeah, that's funny. Um, She was also Becky in the first season of Stranger Things, and she was in Alien Covenant, Mm -hmm. and she was in your next. Okay. The budget for this film was $4 million.
1: And Christina, what did you think of this movie?
0: Oh, the tables have turned.
1: Yeah, well, you did the work, but I figured you should be telling us what you think. Okay,
0: good. Well, obviously, you know, going into this film, it's going to be about Jonestown. Right. So you know what's going to happen, you Mm -hmm. know? What's even though you know what's going to happen, I I still think it's good.
1: Yeah, okay. Like,
0: I was still like really into it. Um, it's a good for a found footage movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that they put it from like a journalistic aspect, which was good because of the cameras and stuff. Um, it started out really intense, you know, they just kind of got right into it. Um, you never questioned what was going to happen because you knew. Um, you knew what was gonna happen. Right. So they, they didn't have to like make you think that you were going, like they're crazy or like you're, or they're just overreacting. Right. Because you knew they were crazy. Right. Um, it does lag a little bit in the middle. Uh, but once people, but once people start dying, holy shit. Like all the deaths is like why I like this movie. Yeah, it's kind kind of of fucked fucked up, up, but yeah. But no, no, like I won't spoil anything, but, Oh my god, the, like, there's three particular death scenes, which was like, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Intense. Like, and I think they did a really good job. But I have seen this a few times. And honest I'm a little obsessed with Colts.
1: Yeah. So that's why you like it. <laughs> yeah,
0: so I cause you you know, you just can't understand why people would think that way, but then I don't know, you kinda get it. Well, I kinda get it, I guess. You can be right. suckered into something like this. But uh there's a really good documentary on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's called Jonestown Paradise Lost, and it really gets into it's way better it, than this. Yeah, it really is. It's way better than this. This mm-hmm. is just this is a good a side thing. It's on Netflix.
1: Okay. Yeah. Watch it, guys. It's fucked up. They literally have some of the video from the the Mm -hmm. end times and that whole fucking thing. They
0: do. It's interesting. There's also another good documentary that I'll mention. It's called Life and Death of the People's Temple. Mm Mm-hmm. And another documentary that just came out is called the Wo- the women of Jonestown which Jesus was a, which was about his wife and like all the the women
1: well there you go guys if you're into Jonestown <laughs>
0: yeah there you go Eric just message me I'll let you know yeah really I got a whole list but I eight out of ten.
1: Eight out of ten really yeah, another eight well, you're out gonna 10. be surprised with me on this one I oh, think oh shit I'm not exactly blown away by this film. And the more and more I thought about it as after I watched it, like I do enjoy it. It is an enjoyable film in the regard that from start to finish, I did enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, the beginning is a little weird. I feel like for what it is, it's not bad. Okay. But I just feel like it could have done so much more. It's a little lackluster in some of the departments, and it definitely does feel like it's in a rush to get to the good parts. And I think part of that feeling that I'm getting there is because we watch the documentary.
0: I see. Okay. And I
1: kind of ruined my experience, but I have to tell you how I feel. Right. So that you can make that judgment for yourselves. You know what I mean? Like for you, me, anybody.
0: Fuck your feelings.
1: It's essentially the story, like you said, of Jim Jones' tragedy where a bunch of his followers drank the Kool-Aid one way or another or even forced to. And the story is insanely messed up if you haven't heard of it. So, like she said, please check out Jonestown Paradise Lost. I was amazed by this documentary. It's fucked up.
0: It's really fucked
1: up. It's, it's crazy, but it's also very... Um, it really gets into like how these people trusted him mm. and it's really interesting how that happened and
0: how he manipulated that
1: right but i think this movie is that i mean the the documentary is definitely a much more dignified way to tell that story than this one <laughs> well,
0: they're not tell but this is a I, I telling get, that yeah, story.
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me say my piece all right you said yes <laughs> let me say mine. i think this is a little less dignified i'm not upset with it i'm not I'm going to go out to Twitter and argue with people about it. I don't give a fuck, but I'm just saying some people that might watch this who know that story might feel like it's kind of fucked up to make a ripoff version of Jonestown. And I can totally understand that. I do like the deaths in this, even though everything is very predictable because I know everything that happened in the Jonestown murders. So of course, but I really feel like this movie, instead of just following it beat for beat, could have done something a little bit more. Like, I genuinely think they could have made it a little bit longer of the movie, made it a little bit more paced, uh, instead of just rushing to the end. It could have cut off the beginning, and apparently there was 30 minutes of this movie that was cut out. Um. Which tells you a lot of the background and everything like that. But it might have been like the reporter side of the shit in the very beginning. Right. I don't know. I mean, we know that Eli Roth is infatuated with a fucking Green Inferno, which is like the basically cannibal holocaust, which is very similar to this whole story in a way. mm mm-hmm. uh, But I don't know. I just feel like they could have put a lot of pressure on like meeting a lot more of the characters and like showing little weird things happening as it slowly degrades. Because in this movie, it's like you kind of realize that things are not right and they kind of joke it off in a way in some of the ways. But then it just all of a sudden snaps and everything's crazy. They didn't. There's not that middle space. Where it could have played and toyed with weird things happening, people doing weirder things than the Jonestown. It could have been a little darker, could have had a little bit more element to it. I don't think that they were in like, maybe they were trying to make a Jonestown movie and they just couldn't get the rights because it was an upset some family members. Mm-hmm. But, but I just feel like they could have, they could have been more than that. You know what I mean? They could have been their own thing.
0: Do you think they should have leaned in more to like the drug addiction aspect of it or him like sleeping with all these women kind of aspect? I don't it? know if I
1: want to see it well, not necessarily, see it, but, th-
0: but they really
1: didn't. I just think that they could have added it. more weird shit in there. They could have done stuff. They should have at some point gone, you know what? Maybe we should just make this our own thing because this movie didn't even have a script ready when they started.
0: Oh, are you serious?
1: Yeah, so they kind of just ran with it. Ah. And so in a way, I feel like they should have just made this their own movie in a way. It's still enjoyable, you know what I mean, in a way. Mm -hmm. But if you've seen the Jonestown documentary, you might as well just watch that because that's way infinitely more... Imp- oh, well, yeah. Infinitely more impressive. That's just my feelings. I'm not trying to shit on your opinion or anything. No,
0: it's fine. I don't care.
1: There are some pretty strong performances by the guy who plays the Kool-Aid Drinker in Chief, played by Gene Jones. <laughs> Gene Jones is fucking probably the best part of this whole fucking movie.
0: I like to watch him talk. I know some people complained and, about the dialogue, but Even I, he
1: was underutilized. Yeah, he Yeah, I agree. That whole segment where he gets interviewed in the movie? Mhm. One take. I believe it. One That's fucking That's crazy. Take. 17 minute monologue. Awesome. That's mm-hmm. genius was. fucking genius. Like he's good. And I just really like we get to see him what three times in the movie. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like you're right. It feels like this movie is missing parts to it. And I, and I, the more and more I thought about it, I enjoyed it. When we watched, I was like, yeah, it was pretty good. Right. But then and you, you about wouldn't it. tell me. And then I was like, and then I started thinking about it because I also talked to Victor and he wasn't too fond of it and I, I I kind of was offended about it at first and then I thought about it and I was like you know what maybe he's kind of right in some regards like it could have been its own thing it could have been something more than just some sort of ripoff of the Jonestown murder
0: right they should they should have had a little bit more of their own beats because I think even how he died was it, the it, same it, it all way. feels
1: natural as a, f- a found footage film AJ Bowen is whatever he's sufficient you know he does the part well I guess but for AJ Bowen to be in this movie with with how Popular he is in the independent horror community, mm-hmm. and like independent film period, like it feels like it's not a it's not a it's not a good piece in his resume. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: There is some pretty cool gore in it. Like I said, some acting parts from some of the the villagers or cult members or whatever was really good. Mm-hmm. I thought there were some really good performances in there. Like they they feel real, mm-hmm. but a lot of it just felt like all right, let's get it over with. Right. That, do, do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? I, I saying. might be a little too critical on it, but. It's just what I think. Other than that, if you already know the Jonestown story, it may ruin your experience. Maybe that's why I'm having this issue and why I thought about it so much. There are some things that happened in the movie that I was like, ooh, fuck. We've rewound it a couple of times. (laughs) you know. So there is some good stuff in it. But it kind of makes this movie just a little bit over average experience for me. The more and more I thought about it. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't give this any more than a six, maybe a 5.5. Wow, look at us. Yeah, and that's just because I really feel like while it does nail that, a- like, the the averageness, <laughs> like, really well. I know this sounds like shit asshole thing to me to say. He does nail the, like, feel of the fucking, the whole Jonestown thing. It's, like, identical almost. Mm-hmm. But it just, because of that, it takes away from its own thing. And I really feel like he should have pushed to do his own thing. Especially if the fucking, it wasn't even written yet. <laughs> So I don't know. What do you guys think? I would love to hear what you guys think. Christina's mad at me. We're gonna have work. I
0: fucking dog. <laughs> I fucking died.
1: Goodbye. I don't know. You know, I I just thinking about it. It really does. It's just. It's. It's. I'm glad I own it. I would watch this again, probably because I forgot that it wasn't amazing. You know what I mean? But I'm glad you enjoyed it. Oh,
0: yeah, I do like this one.
1: Yeah. It's just average to me. For
0: a found footage, like a found footage, you know? If it wasn't
1: for Jean's performance, it would be a lot lower score, let me tell you. Yeah, that
0: makes sense. But no, because I think the sister, whoever played the sister, she did a really good
1: job. She's okay. She's she's above average for sure. Right. I think some of the, the, the members of the cult were better than her, though. Like the old woman. She's great. She was just great. Yeah. Felt real. Yeah. Felt authentic. Mm-hmm. There are some good things in it. But again... It's not its own thing, and it can't even call itself the other thing. So why do that thing? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. What do you guys think? Love to hear what you think about that in the comments section. We do have a little bit of trivia, and then we'll get into some of our favorite scenes and things that we liked about the movie. Uh, but if you don't want anything spoiled, there's timestamps down below. We'll talk about what we're going to be talking about next week. Hopefully, we'll have the timestamp for the end of the podcast talk so you know what to expect. But here's your warning. So the trivia in this movie the, is Eli Roth obviously produced the film. It did not have the finished script, as I mentioned. And I personally think it kind of shows a little because of that rush feeling. Right. You feel like you got dropped into the second act mm-hmm. rather than, you know, it kind of playing out, Um which is cool for some people, I'm sure. They're like, ah, hey, fuck all the bullshit, you know, but I just didn't get to know, like, how this cult was there and all this other stuff. And maybe it might not be good for someone that didn't know it, you know. Maybe if they didn't know the Jonestown, it might be worse.
0: I don't know. I thought they explained it well. Like they they move there to be away from everyone.
1: Well, they just kind of like they're like, oh, so we were just blown away by this email that Josh got her, you know, like, and he <laughs> he happens to work here at Vice, and we thought, oh, we do groundbreaking, you know, new, immersion, uh, you know, journalism, and you know, it's like okay
0: kind of weird that they got vice they were able to use vice
1: yeah i don't know how they did that and, yeah. and it did get funded way before they finished the script too so which is just weird to me i'm not the hugest fan of a lot of the eli's uh, stuff but he can be a pretty good producer i think for the most part i wasn't a fan of green inferno i thought they kind of schlocked that up real bad mm-hmm. they turned it into a comedy <laughs> That's what I thought it was a comedy. Oh, really? It's like, a, I didn't see it's it. definitely a so bad it's good comedy. Like, mm-hmm. g- legitimate. A lot of people are like, are like grossed out by that film, but not me. I just think it's funny. <laughs> like, it's just so funny. There were two retired members of the Harlem Globetrotters in the background in this movie.
0: In the background? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that, is, that is
1: funny. <laughs> and of course, they built the entire parish. Mm-hmm. which was out there with all the cabins and everything. And me and Christina were pointing out. <laughs> the
0: four cabins. <laughs> yeah, like they
1: say that there's hundreds of people and they do a pretty good job of making it seem like there's a lot of people because there is one scene. But we're like, okay, they have like seven cabins. Like how right. does how, yeah. how does 100, 200 people fit into seven like cabins that hold six people each? Right. Come on. I <laughs> get it. But that's pretty much it. I mean, there's some other trivia and stuff that I found, but it was all, like, little stuff. Lame. Yeah, I wasn't really into that. Um, do you want to talk about some of your favorite scenes, though? Like, what was the first thing that you uh first really liked and you got into, like, that you thought was kind of nervous or scary Like, did you find this movie is thrilling? Did you find it thrilling? Like, did you get nervous for them?
0: Like, the parts with the little girl made me nervous. Really? Because I didn't... I wasn't sure what they were going to do with her. But you knew they were going to do something with her because she kept popping up. Yeah,
1: there is some tragic shit that happens in it.
0: Yeah. To be honest none of my favorite parts are until shit starts going down.
1: Right, which is the last 20 minutes of the film.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was some eerie stuff like when they first got there and the guys were there with the
1: gun. Yeah, because they bump into that daughter and everything like that. I mean, yeah, that's kind of... You're kind of right. Like, then there's nothing that memorable up until that point.
0: Right. Like, I'm looking through my
1: notes and I'm like, yeah, mm."
0: Besides... It's creepy when they, they go to the, the big open area, and they go to qu- the interview him, and R- the interview was kind of weird.
1: Right. That was cool. But yeah, then they was- have that one part where the... Father is, like, taking his sister, that guy's sister, mm-hmm. to to the room or whatever. And they were, like, kind of looking around because they found the 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 mom and the daughter that were asking for help or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, something is wrong here. Little girl just said, please help us went on a note. And then they go running into the fucking main cabin. And they're, like, looking in an empty safe for all the fucking passports and everything like that. And he's like, look at this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, someone's coming. And it's like, it's her sister. And she's like, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, we were just looking for your brother. Mm-hmm. Like, where's he at? She was like, oh, he's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Come he's with me. A and then she goes and then runs into father. And he's all like, you can tell he's like kind of, yeah, maybe Irritated. you're right. Maybe it would have been a little better to see him be a little creepier. Yeah. I think it would help. I mean, I
0: don't want to see that. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> I but I mean, help. it's a movie. Come on. Right. Because that really was the only ins- instance, except I think. Um, they asked if, hey, do you think she's sleeping with him? I think they asked.
1: Right. It kind of makes it feel like that's missing out of the story a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it was. And and even the father is like, he like, he's like, you boys look like, you fellas seem like you're lost. You need help walking back to your cabins?
0: <laughs> One of them and they're four? like, no,
1: no, we're good. You know, he's like, just remember, if you stick your hand in the dog's bowl, you might get bit. <laughs> like who the fuck says shit like that you know what i mean they're trying to add to that like nervous feeling but i felt like it needed more of those before the shit hits the fan
0: yeah okay that makes sense
1: you know because as soon as the girl goes please help us you've already that's it Mm -hmm. you you, you've given up that that spot
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know like right i don't know i think it was just a little too rushed there but
0: so the next morning after all that shit goes down they wake up and there's people like arguing at the pavilion right because there's all these people and they pack their suitcases they want to go with they them go with them
1: they want to leave with the journalists right
0: and now this is when shit starts going down
1: yeah and they all start saying you know we're going to take the kool-aid and we're going to go well no
0: well they go the the one guy goes to the helicopter to see how many people he could take back and then the uh, he, the helicopter guy gets shot so then he has to run and hide right right and so they go back to the pavilion and the sirens start going off and then the kool-aid starts getting poured
1: yeah and he's like don't be afraid children my children they're coming for us i don't i'm so sad so sad they
0: brought this
1: they brought this on us and we have to and he's like, "Well, what some of them were like, "Well, why can't we stay with you? Like, why can't we stay and run away or fight this or whatever?" And he's like, "No, no. Our time has come, son. Our time has come." It's like, "What the fuck?" You know, and it, and it's kind of like that in the in the real Jonestown mm-hmm. thing like there was a lot of people crying and scared and some people tried to run and they shot them down shot mm-hmm. and like they tried to force needles into their necks and shit and like this is very much like it
0: and I think it was like two people actually escaped right
1: lots of people got out of there yeah. um, well, but, well no
0: a lie like two uh, people th- escaped alive.
1: I think you might be right but I remember that
0: but there were some people who weren't even there that they day they let
1: a few people out on because there was journalists that came to the camp then they came back out Mm-hmm. to get more people and that's when the shit went down mm-hmm. and they killed all the people in the airport
0: right, the right. second time yeah the second so time. those
1: people got out the ones mm-hmm. before it but everybody else died of the other one mm-hmm. i mean they're in the middle of fucking where is it where was it argentina Gu- or some Gu- sh- guatemala Guadam-
0: no not
1: guatemala Guadal- i don't remember so,
0: so, gee, i'm sorry i forget
1: guadalajara <laughs>
0: no that's in mexico i know
1: i'm just being silly
0: guam oh i don't know anyway
1: anywhere anyway um there was that scene where they have um, the girl and her daughter. They try to escape. Everybody's drinking the Kool-Aid, foaming out of the mouths and shit, and dying tragically, which is, I don't know, kind of silly in some way. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> it, 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 it is
1: tragic. It's just not as tragic as you would hope. It. Like, it is.
0: What? <laughs> I just didn't
1: have any connection to the people. They didn't build it that much, right. so I really no, didn't care. Sense. I was just like, oh, yeah, this is what happened in Jonestown. Ha, <laughs> ha,
0: But when they go into the cabin with the mother and the daughter, yeah, that that was was kind of fucked up. That was kind of surprising. I forgot about that. She
1: slits her daughter's throat right in front of him, and then she gets shot. One tapped in the head, and Mm -hmm. then he taps the other girl in the head. Mm -hmm. You don't see it, obviously.
0: Yeah, you just hear it, right? But that—that was kind of like, what the fuck is she doing? She's just doing what
1: I know. Like
0: he's doing. Like they're not going to take you, baby. Yeah. (laughs)
1: That's what I'm going to uh,
0: take you. I brought the, you into this world. And I'll cut your throat I'm out. Cut
1: your throat. <laughs> That's like, first of all, how did he miss the guy under the bed in that small ass cabin? First of mm-hmm. all, he's hiding under the bed with his camera. Right. How did you not see that? Oh. They're I literally know, a he's... foot or two away from maybe him. Maybe
0: he didn't. Maybe he did see him and didn't want to because he was the guy at the end. Was he? I don't know if he was or not. I don't remember. Um, but this is. I like this part with Caroline.
1: Um, is in
0: the cabin with the brother and was like you know i knew this would happen he's tied up Mm -hmm. yeah he and she was just like i knew this would happen and you can't go back and blah blah blah
1: and she tries to give him the cup of juice and And he won't drink it
0: take it and he kept saying i don't want to die i don't want to die so she injects him
1: in the neck like a bitch
0: and then he starts convulsing and stuff and then the other guy walks in (laughs) <laughs> and was like, "What the fuck?"
1: And she's like, "Well, it just has to happen." And she's pouring gas yeah. on herself.
0: Uh, see, I thought that was a really good part. That's funny. Yeah, and then she lit herself up on <laughs> fire. And she spread it around. She,
1: oh, I'm, I'm on
0: fire! <laughs> I'm on fire! <laughs> Why? Where's the cocaine?
1: Oh my god! <laughs> fire! That's when we and this and then real life. The I hear didn't have the Jonestown. He took some uh, cocaine.
0: Oh, he was like addicted to cocaine.
1: Hey, he in, in the real Jonestown he, he snorted some cocaine and shot himself. Yeah. Isn't that how it went?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
1: It's been a while.
0: Yeah.
1: Um sure. but they had a lot of video, like real footage of all that stuff happening, except for that part. Right. Well yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they'll show him shooting himself, obviously. But in this movie they do, and it's pretty fucking graphic.
0: Yeah, we watched it a couple times. <laughs>
1: yeah, we did, because I was like, Ooh God, it looks like it's real. It looked real. It really
0: did. They and did it, a good job. You
1: know the you know that guy, you know that that song, Hey Man I nice Shot, by fucking Fuck, I can't think of their name right off the top of my head. Filter, yeah, filtered. Uh-huh. That song that's that that's about is about that fucking congressman or whatever that shot himself in the oh, head. Oh yeah, yeah. Or the the county, whatever the fuck he was. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, everybody, calm down, calm down. Boom. Mm-hmm. And it looks just like that. It li- It really does. It's just you see the the water pouring, the like blood <gasps> pouring yeah, down it his was nose.
0: When he was like, go get the keys. His keys are in the pocket, his pocket. And we got to see him. They're all dead.
1: Why wouldn't he shoot the other guys? So I don't understand. Like, if he was mad at them, and he said, "You killed my family," so
0: because they needed to get away to tell the story,
1: is that what it was?
0: Yeah, and I think that's why the guard didn't shoot them and shot the other guy. Was that they needed to get away?
1: Huh. There was that part right when they leave and they run out of the room after what's his name shoots himself mm-hmm. and breaks his head through the window, which was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, but, that was funny. Um, he's like hiding under a dead the dead Australian <laughs> girl. <laughs> And she's got foam coming out of her mouth, dripping on his face while he's acting. And I'm like, this is really weird. Like,
0: Yeah, that was awkward, honestly.
1: That's funny, though. I thought
0: it was clever, but I was like, they're going to fucking
1: see you, dude. <laughs> like, I thought it was really funny because like he's just talking and acting serious. Uh-huh. But I can imagine <laughs> like, if what? you were that actor in that moment. Like, and somebody's dripping ooze, mouth, fucking Alka foam, Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> yeah, all over your fucking beard and shit. Like, what the fuck? Um, but obviously, they get out they 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 get to the guy who's in the helicopter and they leave, and that's how the story gets out, supposedly. because mm-hmm. it's a real movie, supposedly. They treat it like it in the movie, but but here's the funny thing, according to the film commentary in the originally conceived ending, the helicopter pilot. Was not shot ever in the whole movie because he gets shot earlier. Right. And then once the helicopter gets to a certain altitude, the pilot says, we must follow father's orders and crashes the helicopter, killing everyone on board.
0: Oh, that would have been that would have been cool,
1: (laughs) I guess. I mean, I don't know how the story would have gotten out.
0: Yeah, or the footage.
1: Right. You know what I mean? It kind of breaks the little.
0: Well, maybe, you know what they should have done? Okay. This is what they should have done. They should have done that helicopter scene, but it, you see him throwing his camera out the before they crash
1: or just flipping and
0: then somebody finding, you know, the, it's still going. The camera's still going. Right. And somebody finding the camera.
1: Well, supposedly one of Jones's mistresses, uh, the actual Jones
0: town. Uh huh. Well,
1: what's his name? Jim Jones. Jim Jones, thank you. His mistress took flying lessons and got her pilots, and she got a pilot's license in the case that they ever wanted to fill a plane up with people in the temple and crash it. So that's why they <laughs> thought about doing that. Why
0: would you get, you would go through all that work to get your pilot's license so you could crash it. I mean, it. come
1: <laughs> on. We're talking about religious shit here. You know what I mean? People
0: are ins- what, what, what the fuck, Christina? Why would you say that?
1: Yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? You
0: like, have you seen see our country it? right like, now? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, oh my God. That, I apologize for that comment. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I mean, there's a lot myself. of Kool-Aid
1: going around these days.
0: Well, I was it. thinking of nine eleven. Why would you get a pilot's license? Yeah, to I,
1: a... I, I know. What the like, what are you thinking? Anyway, it doesn't anyway. matter. It's just the point you were making that didn't make sense. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, like, other than the girl, like, dying and the people foaming of the mouths and the fucking gunshot, there really wasn't that much. I enjoyed it. I don't know. I'm surprised you gave it an eight, dude.
0: I did. I still enjoy it. You
1: About your damn mind. I mean, you
0: make, you know, it makes sense.
1: Well, the points again, I was making.
0: Yeah. But again, it's like you're going into this. You know what the fuck it is. Right. You
1: know? But I just think if you hadn't written a script and you had the choice to be able to change well, it to I do did... whatever you wanted, you don't just need to follow it. to. And they couldn't even call it Jonestown. They had to call it the sacrament. Oh, well, yeah. He's not even Jim Jones. They just call him father. I mean, they changed everything. Yeah. I don't know. Well, whatever. What do you guys think? <laughs> I'd love to hear what you think that they could have done to make this movie better. Or maybe I'm just a piece of shit. You could tell me that, too. But, uh yeah. So that's it for today, for this week, I guess. We do have some movies we're going to watch next week. And I'm thinking. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wow. Shivers and Little Monsters. Oh, okay. I was thinking. We don't have to.
0: You might change it. Subject I, to change. I
1: have some Luigi Cozy films. Like the Paganini horror and the black cat that I really want to watch. And you guys know I love Italian, but I don't want to overwhelm you with Italian films. Thank you. Cause I feel don't like I'm like alone in that. You guys hate it and shit. Yes. And secretly you just won't tell me because you're assholes.
0: I tell you all the time. Yeah,
1: but you like them and you pretend that you don't. So suck a dick. <laughs> But no, I mean I figure we can we can just kind of mix it and mix bag of Vestron movies right there. So you got Little Monsters with Fred Savage and Howie Mandel, and then we got fucking Shivers. David Cronenberg's Shivers, which um, you know, I haven't seen in a long time, and I would like to see it again. I don't remember it too fondly, but you know, it's David Cronenberg, so You know, it's sometimes some of his movies are not my favorite, you know, like I'm not like amazed by all of them. Videodrome is by far one of my favorite movies he's ever done. Right. Naked Lunch. I could watch Existence. Those are three that I love. But uh, yeah, Shivers was like the zombie sexual movie or something like that, where they like people got infected with some like rabid disease where they were like fucking humping each other and shit to death. (laughs) So I'm kind of curious to see. Uh, What what's like again. And then, of course, Little Monsters is a little bit more lighthearted. Right. But it's a nice mix-up, so we can watch some varied shit. What do you think? Okay. You down? Whatever. Are you okay with that? I'm okay. Have you ever seen Little Monsters? I don't think so. (gasps) Are you serious? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Fred Savage, Howie Mandel. I've
0: seen the cover. Wow.
1: Wow. I'm going to take you to school, girl. Yay. I used to watch this movie a lot. And it's got music from talking heads in it so you should like that
0: letting the days go by Ah, don't you
1: ever stop (laughs) anyway so yeah we're gonna go ahead and pack it up here guys thank you so much for coming by this week I hope you enjoyed those uh, discussions about those movies do we make any good points do you hate us do you want to see some movies of some certain type that we have not watched yet let us know. You can write us on the website and just like fill out a form and give us suggestions, or you can hit us up on social media. Um, do not write to the Facebook uh, message thing. It is like the worst place to write us. By the way, I never I never check those. So either our email or on the website. That's how you'll get to us the most. Unless it's like in the group or something like that. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for coming by. We'll have a great new episode for you next week. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And as always,
0: long with the boys.